Hi, and welcome to Cash Cow, the show where we talk about finance, accounting, investments, and many more. Join me as we travel to the big world of finance, one step at a time. Hello everybody, good evening once again, and welcome to Cash Cow. So today's episode was inspired by, uh, as with most other episodes, by a lovely conversation I had, I was having with a friend. So we're talking about investments and trading and finance and a bunch of other stuff, but one of the things that came out during the convo was that one of the best decisions for new investors to make uh, is to invest in blue chip stocks, something called blue chip stocks or blue chip companies. So today let's talk a bit about that and what makes a blue chip stock. So the term blue chip comes from the poker slash uh, casino world um, where the blue colored chips are supposedly the higher value chips in the game, supposed to red or white. Now I've never been to a casino myself so I can't actually attest to this but I'll take it for the truth. Now the term blue chip was first used to describe um, high price stocks when uh, in 1920s and 1920s when this guy called Olivia Gingold, an employee at Dow Jones, observed certain stocks trading at $200 or more per share. Now, even though that was the initial uh, you know, term used to describe high-value stocks, these days it's not nece- it doesn't necessarily refer to stocks with a high price tag, but more accurately to stocks of high-quality companies. Now, these stocks are known to have capabilities to endure tough market conditions and to give high returns in good market conditions. Usually, these companies, blue-chip companies, are companies that have existed for a long time through various conditions. Now, these um, blue-chip companies also usually have very large market capitalization or market cap, which is actually the dollar market value of a company's outstanding shares of stock. It's calculated, um, market capitalization is actually calculated by multiplying the total number of a company's outstanding shares by the current market price of one share. So, so excuse me. So, if you have one share at one dollar, you're selling at one ringgit, and you have a million shares, that makes your market cap at a million ringgit. So now, um, some might use the words recession proof to describe blue chip companies. However, in my opinion, that can be rather misleading because, as we all know, uh, there's no company that is too big to fail. Companies like uh, Enron, General Motors, and uh, Lehman Brothers were all blue chip companies that filed for bankruptcy in the past. And uh, even though General Motors was bailed out later. Now, as you know, with the COVID-19 situation currently, too many companies have been affected for us to use the term recession-proof in such a cavalier manner anymore. Uh, we know that nothing is truly, truly recession-proof. Um, and by the way, since I mentioned Enron, you, you know that Enron uh, used a bunch of accounting trickery to hide whatever realities were going on in the company's financials and all their accounting books from investors. They use something called, um, for example, they use something called special purpose entities, SPEs, or otherwise known as special purpose vehicles to offload the mountains of debt they were collecting. Now, end of the day, uh, this all, I guess, had a, you know, silver lining, uh, where Enron's case contributed to the formulation of the Sarbanes-Oxley Act, which introduced requirements uh, around internal, uh, internal control over financial reporting and corporate governance for all subsidiaries of US SEC registered companies or foreign private issues. Uh, I think the Sarbanes Oxley Act, also known as the SOX or the SOX. Um, you might have heard of it if you, you know, dabble in US finance and all this. Anyway, I digress. That's, um, that's something for another day. You should read up on the Enron case. It's very interesting. You can see how people use uh, accounting 
trickery to uh, manipulate you know what numbers they're presenting and it's another good testament to how important studying um, accounting figures and knowing what's in your balance sheet and your financials is anyway again i digress uh, if you want to look locally for blue chip stocks that failed or let not to say failed but they plummeted in value I think a good example is uh, British American Tobacco, which uh, I think four or five years ago was trading around 60 to 70 ringgit, and if today I just checked the price earlier and uh, it was around 10 ringgit. So yeah, it was something. I mean, you know the you know the whole uh, connotations with tobacco and this and that, so you can probably understand what it is. But and British American Tobacco was a huge company. I mean, it still is, and uh, it was you know one of the darlings of the Bursa uh, stock exchange. Now, um, let's. get back into track um one when someone usually wants to get into investing usually the first piece of advice they will say they will get um is to buy some shares of blue chip stocks so which is generally good advice uh, i mean these companies have stood the test of time they have good financial records they have huge market caps uh, most of them pay great dividends uh, because you know they pay great dividends because they're not reinvesting the money into the company because they're more or less uh, stable for example like tanaga and all these they pay good dividends because they're not they i mean how big is that they're going to grow further from this and uh, so on and so forth you have these so many great factors that you know um, make you want to put some money into blue chip stocks now they're not foolproof they're not recession proof like i said but they are great great investments and they will stand the test of um, most scenarios unless it's something really out of the blue like covid uh, something we can't predict So if you're talking about Malaysia what kind of the what are the blue chip stocks in Malaysia you might ask so generally most blue chip stocks you can find them uh, they make up the FBM KLCI these are the Kuala Lumpur Composite Index which are the top i think the 30 or 100 companies in uh, the Kuala Lumpur Stock Exchange which you can quickly google for a list but let me give a few examples across various industries so in banking for example usually all of the banks are uh, blue chip stocks lah the biggest banks like maybank public bank hong leong then we have the telcos like dg alxiata maxis and um, <clears throat> with the emergence of certain you know the recent events and covid we have companies like top glove and supermax becoming like top tier stocks now we also have companies like tanaga uh, the utility provider petronas group and nestle um and many people who invest in blue chips spread their investments over many different companies and many different industries because sometimes even if you're in the same industry like tech to take a us example um apple and uh, for, for example i don't know uh, facebook is probably in a consider in the tech space but they're obviously very different businesses so they spread their investments over many different companies you don't want to put everything into one industry or one type of business but that's just my opinion um to go back to our earlier statement yes generally speaking blue chip companies are very good investments now just want to be very clear i'm not uh, all of the companies are listed earlier are just examples of great companies uh, all public listed and uh, it's not a call to buy or advice of investment in any sense i'm just naming great companies so um you can look up these places these companies and uh, you know research about them and if you feel they are great investments then put some money into them um so that's about it for blue chips companies we will as we established that uh, number one they are huge companies that have very robust financials they have uh, huge market caps number two and they pay great dividends number three so these companies uh, are usually you know very stable very um, boring but in investments sometimes boring is good you won't see a super high growth stock like uh, you know early stage apple or early stage facebook in all these kind of big blue chip companies 
because Apple when it started was definitely not a blue chip company. So that's my total take on uh, blue chip stocks. Anyway, once again, uh, I think it's, uh, that's all for blue chip stocks. If you have any thoughts on this or anything else, just drop a message as usual. Once again, I thank you for your time. May your assets ever outweigh your liabilities. This was Cash Cow and good night.